Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to listen, and welcome to the Catching Passes with Coach John Kirby podcast, presented by Bet Online here on the Believe Network. And stay tuned for a one-minute ad during our podcast. All right, I'm ready to go today because I get to share the first episode all about my football experience at City College of San Francisco. You will hear me refer to it as City, as known and said by former players and staff. And this episode will be the first of what I'm going to call the City Series that I'm doing for our podcast. The last two episodes started the Hawaii Series, and our very first episode highlighted the Tom Brady Series. In this first episode of the City Series, we'll talk a little about City's history, about the City College coaching staff, and memories of summer practice, as well as some famous practice drills. First, a brief history of City. It was known back in the day as where OJ went in 66-67 before USC. It was a pretty good junior college program, but really rose to prominence when Coach George Rush and his coaching staff arrived. Coach Rush and his staff won national titles starting in 1994, won three in a row in 99, 2000, 2001, and a few more in 2003, 2007, 2011. Current city head coach Jimmy Collins, who took over for Coach Rush, won his own title in 2015. So please allow me to name the staff in 1995-96. We had head coach George Rush, Coach Dan Hayes, who was the OC, Coach Jack McGuire, O-line coach, my uncle, Coach Mike Perotti, running backs, Coach Andre Allen, who was my wide receiver coach, with an occasional guest star appearance from wide receiver coach Phil Ferrigno, Coach Eduardo Nunez, tight ends, Coach Craig Moore did DBs, and Coach Ray Gregans did linebackers. They were all amazing coaches who genuinely cared about each player, and man, they were the most knowledgeable staff I've ever been around. I still look up to them to this day. I will always say that my city coaches saw in me potential that I didn't know I had. They coached me to overachieve way even beyond my own perceived potential and instilled a confidence in me on the field that can make it through any adverse game situation. All the coaches on the staff were great play callers too. They knew their stuff and just simply knew how to win while coaching us to perform to the best of their ability. Now, how did I wind up going to City? Interesting story. As I mentioned in our first podcast, I was not recruited out of high school, and after my senior season, I felt my football career was done. But wait, yes, I was recruited out of high school to St. Mary's of Moraga, as told by my varsity coaches. So I figured I would give the recruiting trip to St. Mary's a chance. I remember I was so excited to go on this trip. I thought about it all week, and I planned to say yes if they were going to give me a partial ride. I mean, I finished second in the county in receiving... Tommy was there crushing all records and being amazing, so maybe as soon as I step on campus, they have to offer me, right? So I arrived at St. Mary's with about four of my Sarah teammates, super pumped. They start reading off the names of which group you're with for the day. All my Sarah teammates, everyone has a group except me, standing there looking like an idiot. Coach walks over to me and says, and who are you? I told him my name. I'm John Kirby, sir. He looked at me puzzled and said, hmm, um, you aren't on my list. And hey, Kirby, what's funny is that all of your teammates are on my list except you. I remember I felt like this red fire come over me. 
I've never been so embarrassed in my life as a couple of recruits overheard it and laughed and pointed. The coach then said to me, well, you might as well just go with your teammates, but if you aren't on my list, that means I don't know you and I have nothing to offer you. The whole day, somehow, word spread, and almost everyone there knew I wasn't supposed to be there. I found out later that coach was correct. No, I wasn't on his list. So after that embarrassing, humiliating recruiting trip, I felt this new motivation to play like never before. I now knew I wanted to keep playing to prove everyone wrong, to never be laughed at again, but to be cheered once more like high school. So I told my family that I was going to go to CSM, College of San Mateo, a great junior college right by my house. My uncle and cousin were city guys, and I'll never forget my Uncle Mike approached me and said, there is no effing way you're going to CSM. You're my nephew, and I will not coach against you. You're coming to city. And off I went to city because you don't mess around with Uncle Mike. Now please stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Bet online, we're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so I graduated Unipro Serra High School, I believe, on June 5th, 1995, which was a Saturday. Now I was at my first city practice by Monday, June 7th. So the first two weeks was what I guess they call a culture shock. It seemed so foreign to me at the time. I came from Unipro Serra in San Mateo. And then two days later, I'm instantly at my first city practice. One thing I noticed from the beginning was that my team demographic had completely changed in comparison to high school. At Sarah, I had mainly white teammates, but when I played at City, my teammates were all different races that I had previously not had a lot of contact with before, such as African Americans, Polynesians, Hispanics, and much more. At first, this was a different world to me, but I'm proud to say that my city teammates have become my best friends I've ever had in my life. And even to this day, I keep in touch with so many, because we are Rams for life. We all shared the same hardworking city football experience, so we are all eternally part of the Ram Brotherhood for life. Man, the first day of city summer practice in 95, you could instantly feel the competition, the intensity, the passion that my new city teammates already had. And I said to myself, oh, damn, man, this is the next level up. I'm not sure if I could hang with these dudes. So for this episode, I want to focus more on my first experience during that summer of 95 at City and spend some time on what we did for practice, especially in the summer. Summer consisted of daily practices alternating between weight room and field work. In summer, most days, both weight room and field work. Damn, man, was it tough. The first month, I didn't think I'd make it. Everyone was way better than me, and I needed to step up my level of competition very quickly, or I'd never, ever play on this team. Some of the things we did for conditioning during the summer were really intense, and were meant to build mental toughness first, then physical toughness second. Any former city player may recognize the name of some of these things we did during the summer, such as 
running the reservoir, rope drills, running around the entire campus, running up to the statue, and Hundred Yard Hills, just to name a few. Coach Rush would always say, we're going to work so hard during the summer that you won't even be sweating during the season in games. And what I loved about summer ball is that it would get us in such great shape for the season that we would rarely do any conditioning after practice during the season unless we needed it, or just to get some soreness out on a film review day. So let's talk about some of these drills we did during the summer. Number one, running the reservoir. There was a giant empty water reservoir next door to the campus on Reardon, across the street from the city, and I believe it was on Phelan Avenue. I think if I remember correctly, they gave us seven minutes to run all the way across, up one wall, down the same wall, all the way back across, and up the last hill from where we started. There were only about seven to ten of us who made it every time, and if you didn't make it, you'd have to jog all the way around the top of the reservoir, which was like a mile and a half all the way around. Number two, rope drills. Man, rope drills were crazy. Imagine a big, long, like 60-foot rope on the ground that runs from the front to the back of the weight room. You start with the rope on the ground and you jump over and back for 30 seconds. Then the rope is picked up to about calf level and you jump over and back 30 seconds. Then you would do each leg separately, right and left, for each leg for 30 seconds. And after that is when the real fun began. The rope would be raised to about mid-thigh, jump for 30 seconds back and forth. And then the big finale, raise the rope to hip height and jump 30 seconds back and forth. Now you got to understand how crazy this was because by the time the rope already just gets to mid-thigh, your legs are screaming. The big jumps when the rope was at hip height was pretty tough in the beginning, but as the weeks went on, it would get easier as you'd get used to it. Number three, running around campus. Pretty much self-explanatory, but man, when you would run around the backside of city, it was like seven blocks with 45-degree steep hills to run up in order to finish the last part. And coaches would follow us in golf carts to make sure we ran the whole thing. That was another mental toughness test, and it was a quad burner, being that it would burn your quads running up some really steep city streets. All right, number four, running up to the statue. We would mainly do this in spring, but we did it in summer too. We would run from the bottom practice field to the top of campus where a statue was located near the main school office and library at the time. There's a bunch of stairs and twisty hills that would test our quickness and agility while conditioning us for cardio at the same time. Last, but definitely not least, if you're a former city player, you know this one, 100 Yard Hills. Craziest conditioning drill of all time. This drill literally almost made me cry probably two or three times. So just imagine this. It's a 100-yard football field lined with city coaches. And at the end of that 100 yards, it came complete with a 40-yard dirt hill at the steepest angle of any hill we would ever run. The best part of this drill was not only did dudes running in front of you kick dirt into your mouth, but then you had to sprint back down through the coaches and do it all over again full speed. You were running nonstop with hills. I think the most we ever did was 11 in a row, and my legs were rubber and shaking and wobbly for about two days every single time we would run them. 100-yard hills would be saved for the start of summer or camp when it was time to get into shape really quickly in order to maintain our high level of competition. We did a ton of drills all summer with my wide receiver coach, Andre Allen, 
is currently at Washington State. The ones I remember most were called Hand Placement and J.D. Hills. Coach Dre taught me that there's over 20-plus different ways to catch the ball. So hand placement consists of placing the ball in different areas for the wide receiver to catch, such as over the shoulder, one hand, adjustment, run through the ball, sideline, comeback, and so many more. J.D. Hills was another rubber leg drill that consisted of four cones in a square five yards apart, in which you basically run an X through the square, catching a ball each time through the middle and planting at each cone. Coach Dre would have us each do this for about three or four minutes at a time, and man, that was real leg pain with the raising up and planting down over and over at each cone and catching the ball too. I used to always be so mad when we do that drill, like what was the point? But after coaching for 10 years, I use this drill too, though not as extreme, because it teaches you to concentrate on the ball even when your legs are tired and to focus on good plants and explosion out of cuts even when your legs are dead. That drill came in handy in some fourth quarters later that year when my legs were exhausted but catches needed to still be made. A lot of what I've done coaching-wise and more than half my drills are from Coach Dre, which I've used over my 10 years of coaching. So thanks, Coach Dre. I learned these and many other wide receiver drills from you. So this is a very small sample of city stories, and if I could leave you with a lesson for this episode, I would say this. Try something out of your so-called comfort zone. If I had stayed in my own sheltered life in San Mateo, I would have never experienced city football and met teammates from all around the country who are still my best friends to this day. I wouldn't have learned so much about my teammates from other races and ethnicities or learned that we can all work together for a common goal, no matter what we look like or where we came from. I will always say the city years were my favorite time of football because of the hard work it required, and I've never been through such an amazing, challenging, and rewarding summer workout as those two summers at City. It was the strongest and fastest I ever was. It was also nice to win two conference championships in 95 and 96, and I was lucky enough to get a scholarly, otherwise known as a scholarship, and continue playing at Hawaii because of City College. Before I go, let me say it was and is all about the Ram Brotherhood. Ram Phi Ram. And you know you're a Ram if in pregame warm-ups you have chanted, Who, 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 party? Or, who, who, who let the Rams out? Who, who, who let the Rams out? Yo mama! I will definitely have more episodes about City coming up soon, including an episode about City game memories and fun times, as well as a guest interview with current City wide receiver coach Andre Kelly was a teammate and fellow wide receiver with me at City in 1996. The 2021 City College Rams are off to a great start. Perhaps Coach Kelly can fill us in about the current team. Stay tuned for that episode coming very soon, and go City College. So thanks, everyone, and special thanks to all my City coaches and teammates for some of the best football memories of my life, and many more stories to come in the City series of podcasts. Please listen next week as we add another podcast to the Tom Brady series. I'm excited to tell the story of the night during our senior year that Tom Brady and I broke former long-standing Sarah passing and receiving records in one game. And that podcast comes complete with a YouTube video for your reference. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining me here on the Catching Passes with Coach John Kirby podcast, presented by Bet Online here on the Believe Network. 
you want to send me a message, you can do so on Instagram at Coach John Kirby or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Coach John Kirby. Or if you want to watch some old City College football videos, you can do so on my YouTube channel at John Kirby 87. And like we end every single show, aloha. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.